When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast, where each and every week we get together to review the latest in TV and movies. And if there is an MCU show going on, you know you're getting weekly reactions right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny or RoosterTeeth.com. If you want to get it as a podcast, just search your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Screencast and we'll be right there for you. And if you wanted to get the show ad-free, you can go to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny and do just that and it would make me tim gettys very happy would it make you greg miller very happy that would make me so fucking happy tim i would take this bottle and just pound it into andy's fucking face until oh he God. finally admits until he admits it um, admits what of course we have the <laughs> natural you know andy? <laughs> don't you know andy we'll what? see after you get four big blows with this bad boy if you admit it <laughs> right kevin I, yeah, he'll admit anything at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we have the big dog, Kevin Coelho, hey. uh, the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez, <laughs> and shocking. of course, the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. What do you think Andy did, Nick? Why, why do I have that? Why do I think this has something to do with Nelly Furtado? Oh, my oh, God. Hey, man. I can't be held responsible for Paulo's aunt coming into a Twitch chat, all right? No, that's not. That's not. No. Greg is losing his mind. We're all watching a man slowly <laughs> mentally fall apart, and we're fine with that, I guess. I, I think a lot. I think a lot about the people that know nothing about us that just clicked on a random review for the final episode, who have well, no episodes. Let me welcome you to Kind of Funny. All right. Here's oh, what's gonna happen. You need to go. understand something. All right. You've entered into what I like to call the rat's den. <laughs> and we have a bunch of rats like one big scarf around a snowman and we have fun here if you don't want to get into this rat conga line with us i got two words for you get out all right we're here having fun are we you know you look at a rat you say oh man that's not a pet i'd like to have we don't need you then all right we're rats hanging out with the rats right here around the snowman am i wrong nick you're Tell me wrong. You're not wrong, my friend. I don't know how the snowman came into this, but I mean, let's look at him together. New, new t-shirt design. All five of us has rats in a conga line. <laughs> yep. Around a snowman. <laughs> what if we were rats in a conga line? Uh, this is episode nine of Nick. Give it to me. What if? Thank you. <laughs> Episode nine. What if the watcher broke his oath? The season finale to season one. We do know there will be a season two of what if coming at some point. Um, this one is Chadwick Boseman's final performance ever as a variant of Black Panther. He definitely showed up a lot more than I expected him to throughout the season as many more characters than I expected him to. But yeah, this was uh, his, his final final performance, which is very, very sad. But Greg Miller, I want to start with you. What did you think of this episode? Eh. I, I like. I think the fight scene with Ultron when they were all going around that was really cool. I think uh, you know getting to see the Guardians of the Multiverse assemble was cool. I am such a fucking sucker for Captain Carter. 
Like, I just love Captain Carter. Like, I let you get in my head last week, Tim, on this show. We're like, maybe it'll be an Easter egg. Maybe she'll be your live action. I was like, oh my God, please, 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 please. And so, not getting that hurt, but God damn, did she look good in that suit? You know what I mean? And to see her in the Winter Soldier whole like line, I was like, oh my God, this is so fucking cool. And, you know, whatever. But the entire build up in the fight and it's just like it's the traditional problem with these kind of uh cartoons right where all right this guy can just destroy fucking universes and now i'm supposed to believe that these guys can just go toe-to-toe with him and he's not using every infinity stone in the moment to destroy him and yeah dr strange just put a protection spell around him okay but i was just like this is a good cartoon this is a good cartoon i'm enjoying this cartoon but it's a cartoon like it, i don't feel you know I, th- I thought we started so strong on we might this show might actually give us that the vibes of the movies of the other Disney Plus shows we've seen, but in the end here you get the end. I'm just like, all right, cool. This was a cartoon. Andy Cortez. Um, I I'm pretty positive on this episode. Um, so get ready for the comments to come after you, Greg. <laughs> They're on your ass now, you little rat. First little off, rat. all the comments are right now that all they say is. <laughs> and then they put parentheses translation i am a rat that's what they're all saying all right yeah i right. thought it was pretty hype the moment that we get the watcher going around and you are the guardians of the multiverse that's a pretty neat moment i i did have the same thoughts that greg did of like what wait he still has all the other stones though like we've we've seen thanos decimate people with uh, the other stones as well it's not you don't just need the soul stone uh, so that was like one of those things that I had to sort of suspend my disbelief on. But I did enjoy the action sequences. I thought they were really uh, neatly choreographed. There's one scene where I think somebody, maybe it's um, maybe it's Killmonger who jumps through the portal and looked really bad. It, it looked like he just hit a pose and that pose just kind of went through the portal. Like it looked like a J, like a PNG kind of just floating through. Um but I kind of liked the way it ended. I, I did enjoy everybody going back to where they came from and kind of like, all right, from this moment on, like none of this happened. The masses won't know about this. And Black Widow showing up on the on the giant uh, fucking airship or whatever it's called. What's it called? Helicarrier. The helicarrier. I thought that moment was really neat. And I got kind of chills and I'm happy for that Black Widow that she can kind of right the wrongs and now become Loki, I guess, on her universe. <laughs> Um, I thought that was pretty. I don't think that's how that works, but yeah. Well, I mean, I just I like that. Well, I mean, be cool. I, think I mean, she cool. used the staff to like mind fuck him. So, yeah, but like, the staff yeah, the fight to win the fight. Sure, sure. I mean, the staff just has powers on its own. You don't even got to be a superhero. Yeah, it's like a car. Yeah, the it's got the soul stone in it. Yeah, yeah. mind. I just didn't know that. Mind. I didn't know Sorry, you could just you, like fucking use it as a human. That's really cool. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. Well, this is really easy. Craig Miller from Kind of Funny. Tim, as you are the tribunal and the host of this show, I would like to officially offer a vote of no confidence in the Nitro Rifle Andy Cortez and demand that you send him back to MCU Rewatch School. And he has to watch everything again before he shows up for Hawkeye mm, interview. I like that. Or yeah, it's yeah, never comes first. Never get one. You got to do it, you little rat. You little rat? You're not even a rat. You're a mouse. You're going to be mice. God, yeah. man. I wanted, to, I wanted to be a rat. Look at that. He thought he was going to get away from the comments this week. They're going to be all over you like a rat on a piece of cheese. Oh, God. Speaking of a rat on a piece of cheese, Kevin, what'd you think? The fuck's that supposed to mean? All right. Just like segways. Yeah, I mean, this this did very little for me. It's so many of the things were just like, you know, suspend your disbelief, uh, where it's like, I'm shocked that at no point they were like, well, let's just go find stones in another universe. Let's go to the universe that's made of stones and get all the stones, and then we'll all have stones. Um, 
You know, because that's just kind of like what the world I feel like is set up where they could they could do anything, right? They said that in the last one where it's like we could do anything in the multiverse, which means that like does anything matter then? You know, I don't want to get all existential, but you know that's that's how I was feeling. Um, the, my biggest issue is that like Gamora, like wh- who the fuck was this Gamora? Yeah, also, we, I didn't, man, did we the voice her? acting I on her. I didn't see her. Sorry, that was a lot of noise. Sorry, say, well, Kevin was saying he didn't like the voice actor, which I agree as well. Kevin, good call. And then Kevin also said this Gamora, and I was like, oh yeah, do we? Am I supposed to know her? I don't recognize her. Wait, so before Tim talks, just to clarify, it's not that I didn't like the voice actor. I mean, the, the actor did a fine job. It's just that it was so different than the movie Gamora's mm-hmm. voice sure. that we know. It just caught me really, really off guard. It's Zoe or Zoe? I've never known Zoe. Zoe Saldana. Okay, yeah. cool. I learned something today. Thank you. You've been promoted back to a rat, Andy. Oh, thank you. Uh, I don't know if, uh, I'd like to vote no. No. Oh, come on. No. Tim. I don't think he has the ability to be promoting people and not promoting. Yeah. Uh, second. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I bring to the tribunal a vote of supreme confidence in Nick. Nick should be in charge of MCU and review from here on out. Thank you. Hey. Please post it in the comments. Cheese. I just want all cheese in the comments of this episode. Cheese it up. Uh, no. So the Gamora episode uh, was scrapped from this season. It was. It was planned uh, to be part of it, and now it's rumored that it's going to be part of season two now. But the I, the, the plot of it was some extent of what if Tony Stark went to Sakaar to try to like get Bruce back um, mm. after Age of Ultron. Oh. And that's why you kind of see him in the Hulkbuster armor yeah. with the, like the Ragnarok painting on it. Um, and in that universe, Gamora kills Thanos and kind of becomes the mad, the Titan. That's you know all this just from rumors or? Uh, I mean, this has just been stuff like there was a lot of merchandise and stuff like the, that she's been all over. And there's things that like make references to to some of the like very, very, very top level things that you can kind of put pieces together. Like that, everything I just told you is like the extent of what we know. But yeah, she has Thanos's uh, weapon, obviously. It's absurd that they included that. Like, I feel like that kind of like lessens the fact that like you know they built up all these characters to introduce him the fact that they could just throw in a character they're like ooh, we had to scrap the episode like that 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 kind of feels like they don't respect us at all but whatever yeah, i know i hear but i mean it's a tease and like it's not like we need any more it's, information right she has this thing that eats souls or stones all right no cool. but like the point of this was to like emulate the avengers right we're bringing together this team of characters that we all know and care about and the fact that they were like, it doesn't matter. Like, that's some DC shit of like, look, okay. here's Aquaman. Like, wow. there you go. Have fun with that. Wow. wow. Do I need to push him down to, to mice? Wow. I thought I was already a mouse. Vermin. Uh, I, I don't necessarily, I mean, obviously, I would have preferred if there was an episode of Gamora and all this just because, like, I liked how every single episode was touched on uh, in, in this one in some way, shape, or form to, like, Except culminate for the Gamora one, yeah. Well, that, there wasn't an episode for that. So, and plus, he wanted to put a suit around the world. Yeah, there you go. Again. There you go. Again. Mm-hmm. Absolute point, baby. Uh, but the the idea of what if kind of like giving us the the tools and understanding of like how these multiverses work. It's like cool. We could fill in the gaps and understand. Like, yeah, there's a universe where Gamora has the stuff, and I'm like, cool. That is enough explanation. We don't need another thirty minute episode to get there because th- we just had eight of them that teach us how to think that way. But even more than that, to your DC point, Kevin, it's like this reminds me of Hawkeye, where we didn't get a Hawkeye movie and he was an Avenger. Like, we got enough movies of the other guys that we can contextually put together. Cool, Hawkeye's with them too, and he's the superhero, and it's fine. Man, it hurts me to say, Kevin, but check fucking mate. All right, no. He Bullshit. Hawkeye's movies is riddled throughout the five movies that came before it. No, it's not. He makes you know, one appearance in Thor. There you go. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm I'm the same way. We're getting a Hawkeye show now. 
I know. Is, I, I mean, mean, if Andy hadn't shit the bed so bad, Kevin, this would be the most embarrassing thing of the episode. Yeah, I really thought man over there. You know what I mean? I really thought we shifted. I thought we shifted focus. To be honest with you, no. I really what thought. What you? Greg just sees all, knows all. He's like vision. They don't respect um, their time. That's all I'm saying. God damn it. Nick Scarpino, what did you think? Uh, I like the episode, but I agree. I don't think it was the strongest. I mean, I think it's it's hard for them to wrap these bigger episodes up, and and this kind of is the curse of these MCU shows is that they're they're not quite sticking the landing. Although I would argue they stuck the landing on this one fine enough for them to win the gold for me. I think Loki all of the episodes the really well uh, came well together. I, I I love the Guardians of the Multiverse concept. Uh, I do agree. I w- I would have liked to have seen Gamora because when they get to Gamora and Tony, I was like, oh, he's gonna pick Tony for sure because we've seen Tony a bunch in this. And we haven't really seen Gamora that much. And every he's like, episode. Gamora. You're like, Gamora, come on. And he's, and he's, I'm like, what? That's weird. He and just dies and gets shit on in every episode. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, but I liked it. And I think they, they sort of solved the, the issue, the big issue I had throughout the fight, which was like, I don't understand why he's not just snapping his fingers and killing these people. Um, but they did show that uh, Dr. Strange had, you know, he had the, the time stone. So I was like, okay, well, I guess he has some control over some of the stuff that's happening to, to be able to push back on this. But um, I don't know. I, I feel like, I'm like, how did you not see, at first I was like, how did you not see, um, what's his name? The the the, the green guy. No, no, the, what's it? Who's oh, that? Zola. Zola. How did you not see Zola going to take over that body? But apparently then the Watcher's like, well, I did. I, I, I foresaw all yeah. that happening. And I saw Killmonger and I saw them locking in sort of like an epic uh, eternal struggle back and forth. And it's kind of a bittersweet ending, of course, for Doctor Strange, too, because he's got to just sit there and babysit them the rest of the time, which I thought was a pretty cool ending. He so for me, it. yeah, it wrapped up. It wrapped up nicely. The fight, I agree, was a bit underwhelming, but seeing Vision and that, and that and all that stuff and having him kind of have that one Thanos-like moment where he's like, no, nah, this he's like, come on. What these, I was, are, these are the Infinity Stones. You can't destroy them. They're, you know, it is what it is. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So stop wasting it on trips to the post office. Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. Save time and money with Stamps.com. Send letters and packages for less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Joey uses Stamps.com all the time for all of our Patreon fulfillment, and she swears by it. Stamps.com brings the service of the U.S. Postal Service and USPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're in an office sending invoices, a side hustle, Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supply or equipment. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and with my promo code KINDAFUNNY, you get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitment or contracts just go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in kind of funny that's stamps.com with the promo code kind of funny stamps.com never go to the post office again what i was hoping for is in the universe where the watcher selects killmonger and he's like you've been chosen or whatever i wanted the ghost slash the angel of tony stark to be like dude what the fuck he killed me and to be like watch your what and the watcher to be like one there's one there's ah. one there's one thing about this that i got you know what i mean nick you get sure. understand right? to, uh, yeah i totally like this well i don't understand what, what does that mean i'm number yeah. one because he and he's like no, no no remember in the movie Endgame, he's like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> I didn't, like, I I didn't that wasn't my universe, universe. that wasn't my universe <laughs> that would be cool as shit though
Uh, yeah, Tim I, Gettys, you are the supreme <clears throat> chancellor of MCU and review. What thank did you, you think of this episode? Thank you. I, I liked it. I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't let down overall by it, but I think that it reminds me a lot of Game of Thrones seasons, like not the last couple seasons, but like the earlier seasons where the penultimate episode is way more hype than the season mm-hmm. finale is. The season finale is kind of just like, okay, cool. Let's just wrap things up and, and put the bow on it. But it's really that second to last that you get the crazy shit. And uh, this made me like last week's episode even more. Like, I really like them fighting through the multiverse and, like, all the cool kind of stuff we got in the setup there. But I really liked that this this one, um, it kind of closed the gaps and it really showed me that, like, this whole thing is the story of these new characters of The Watcher and Captain Carter and uh, Strange Supreme. And I like that we got kind of, like, character arcs, especially for, like, Strange, like, uh, set up in episode four and then to kind of have him now end up here babysitting and like doing good right like I think that that's cool and it, it's exciting to me um, the idea that we might see some of these characters specifically Captain Carter and uh, Doctor Strange in uh, future movies in some way and yeah. that's going to be that's going to be exciting like that's that like they with this what if season they have kind of accomplished an entire universe of multiverses that I invested in and care about the characters similar to things like the Spider-Man movies or the X-Men movies where it's like we always theorize of like oh what if this character showed up or that character showed up it's like now we have a new set of characters that I'm excited at the potential of them showing up in other things so at the end of the day like this job this show did its job of introducing me to new characters that I am invested in um I think that the we just got so used to the art style over the season that like we kind of took it for granted. But like I was really blown away by some of the imagery we saw in this episode and, sure. and last episode as well. I think the fight choreography is awesome. I totally agree that once you get to this power level, it just starts to become a lot of noise. How and, do you make sense of it? Yeah. <laughs> and we we just start asking questions like, why not get the stones? Why not do this? And it's like, oh, that's super valid. And like, unfortunately, the answer is, and MCU even kind of wrote themselves in this place. It's like one of two things, either, well, we don't have a movie or show then if if they did that right. or the other thing which is uh they kind of can pull the bullshit of like well it had to happen this way because that was all part of the plan to lead to this moment and it's like mm-hmm. all right cool whatever but that is that's just where we're at and when you start doing the multiverse and time travel that's kind of the only way to to deal with it but um my favorite thing about the show and this episode did it really well is going back to really using the entire MCU that we know, all the locations, all the characters, all the weapons, all the things. And like seeing Nita Valir when they're making the gauntlet, like, like those little elements, I really enjoy having black widow, uh, be the one, like the human character shooting the Zola arrow with Hawkeye's bow. It's like, that means something to us because we know what that weapon, like the weapon is Hawkeye's and their connection and all this stuff. And even though it's not our widow, it's a different widow. And we kind of connect to it because of the previous episodes. Like I'm surprised for this being an anthology show, how much it did come together and how much that worked for me um, in the end of it. But um, the, the other thing I really liked is in the beginning when we see Captain Carter kind of in the more winter soldiery type uh, situation, that is so cool that it kind of shows us that these worlds lived when we weren't watching and when we did our uh dark knight in review like the batman series like i was talking about how i hated that because of things that they told us we know that batman we've pretty much seen all of batman's adventures on camera like him uh going against the scarecrow and then against joker and then against uh bane that's it he didn't really do batman things otherwise because they told us that he was gone for eight years and all the shit with this it's like we see captain carter at the end of the first episode we don't see her until now and they could fill the gap and she's been doing a lot of shit. She's been working with Fury. They've been going out and doing stuff. And I'm like, that's cool. And that kind of is storytelling for me where I'm like, 
I want to see more of this character and it's not oh, yeah. just like a random one-off little blip. So that's on, um, if I can jump in there, that was one of my it. things of like, I know they're doing what if season two, cause we've talked about that before. And it was almost like, oh man, I wish they weren't. And they were just going to do a captain Carter series. Like I would love to see a, we're just going to do a captain Carter animated series that we go on and do. And rather than, have be hamstrung by the time constraints that what if has been every time we've talked about it right where it's like all right you already know the movie so we're speeding up and this is happening all right like if they let it breathe for an entire season of what she was doing and how her world spiraled out from it i think could be interesting yeah i think connecting back to her felt a lot more meaningful uh than a lot of the other characters i don't know if it was just because she was our introduction to this series but going back to her felt like felt right and i wanted to see more of her kind of doing good and interacting with a lot of the characters from even other universes I thought was pretty neat. But yeah, I do agree that I wish Captain Carter played a bit more of a pivotal role and we saw her more throughout as opposed to just the first episode, which feels like a lifetime ago and now to this episode. I will I will I will say I'm I, I loved Thor in this. I'm glad he's um, we, we don't we don't we don't need more Thor. We're good. We don't need more uh, Cowboy Thor. Las Ve- Viva Las Vegas. Like battle cry I'm familiar with. <laughs> the the like second time he he yelled Vegas though got me, which is which was unexpected. And uh, something about the way that they I guess framed his humor this time around worked mm-hmm. way more for me than it did in the Party Thor episode. Um a lot of the the criticism I got for my not, not liking that episode was like, "Come on, it's just silly fun." Like, and it's like, "Look, Thor Ragnarok is my favorite MCU movie, but the writing in this didn't really work for me." And here, those small moments that we got of Thor being the funny comedic relief, I thought really worked this time around. Mm-hmm. Or is uh, he kept saying uh, the "Have at you, have at you, have at you," and he was saying things that were just funny because when I did the voice of the the frog Thor mm-hmm. in the game. I had to do the have that ye, have that ye as the frog. Uh-huh. That's funny. That's a Thor. <laughs> thing. I didn't really you read Thor comics. So I don't never heard that before. Um, my least favorite line of the entire thing was uh, Nick Fury saying, You're not my Natasha, but something uh-huh. tells me you have her spirit. That was the fuck so out of here. Dumb. Like that was uh, so bad. Uh, yeah. Also bad. the wa- the watcher being like basically implying I have to put you back in your world and then being like, just kidding, psych, here's a new world. It's like, all right. <laughs> Cool. Thanks, Watcher. Yeah, so the, I'm kind of interested in that, though, and especially with the title of this episode of The Watcher Breaks His Oath for two reasons. One, who's his oath to? Like, we're going to find out, that out eventually. Other like, watchers. That's interesting to me. And we know there's other Watchers out there because mm-hmm. uh, Guardians 2, um, we see a couple of them. But, um, yeah, like that's interesting. And just the premise of The Watcher, he's not supposed to break his oath, and he very clearly breaks his oath here. Like, what is that going to result in? Like, And I feel like, Season two will probably delve into that a little bit more. Um, but yeah, him leaving Black Widow in the the Pym universe, the episode three universe is interesting, right? Like like that shouldn't be allowed. So what repercussions is that going to have in the future? Right. No. Yeah, even with Wait, that, no, I like that, that every that episode was. That wasn't the Pym universe, right? Because Iron Man died in that universe and she was talking to Iron Man. That, I think that was know. just a... What? No, it was talking to Nick Fury. It was yeah. You see Captain America and Captain, Captain Carter America, or Captain yeah. Marvel uh, fighting. Yeah, you're right. Which you're is right. I think a new universe. Isn't got it? it. Got it. Got it. Well, no, I thought it was a new universe. Oh, I thought it was the one where at the end Loki decided to, to double cross Nick Fury. Right. I'm sorry. Yes, that would make sense. That would make yeah. sense. Yeah. The episode where all the Avengers were were murdered, right? And then yeah. the new Avengers had to form the like not post credit, but the last scene was uh, Car- uh, Captain Marvel coming down with Captain America, implying they were going to form a 
a different universe Avengers and now Black Widow's with them, which is cool. And we get obviously the zombies coming in for a moment and then all the characters from the other episodes are in this. I, like I thought that this did a good job of having touchstones of key importance to all the, the other episodes. What did about nobody- the zombie Scarlet Witch moment where she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> and he just blows up the entire planet. Sorry, I Kevin, really thought, um, did no one I thought we were going to see, oh. I thought we were going to see a giant, uh, Ant-Man zombie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought, thought yeah, was Peter and, and Paul Rudd's head. Yeah, I thought I thought it was going to be Wasp when they said like, oh, she has to deal or Ultron has to deal with something else. And then it ended up being zombie Scarlet Witch. But I thought it was going to be uh, uh, Wasp, which is kind of a, a surprise that we didn't get a bit of that since that was such a big pivotal moment in that episode. Uh, one thing we did talk about that I fucking loved was the the many Mjolnir spell. Where they're fighting, cool. and then yeah, there's cool. shit ton of Mjolnir's flying, flying around. And I'm like, I, I, I think that the, the, again, the fight choreography in the show has been really top notch and cool. And I like that they just go for it. With like, it would be cool if we had Strange do a spell to make Hella Mjolnir's. And then they did it. I'm like, yeah, it was cool. Good for yeah. you guys. I love all that stuff. And yeah, I love that. Like, I love that you kind of can, can kind of be like, okay, he's obviously more powerful now, right? Because he's like killed all those monsters and he's sucked their souls and he's got all that power. So it's almost believable that he could take on the Infinity Stones for a little bit, but yeah. I yeah. Uh, A moment I didn't like was the him giving a speech and everyone like him fucking up that the was, speech. That, that fell that And fell it was just like, wow, what a dumb, like doesn't seem like this fits that character, but like whatever. It's just the, those moments are the ones that like break the show for me. Sometimes they're hit or miss. That one, that one missed. I was like, like okay, this is just miss a bad hard. Trip. They should have cut this out because obviously, I mean, we've heard Doctor Strange talk before, and this is a different Doctor Strange. He's more flustered. He's he's been there, you know. But I I have a hard time believing that Benedict Cumberbatch's character or Benedict Cumberbatch wouldn't be like, I'm going to knock this speech out of the park. But you know, obviously, well, he's been what isolated for decades or whatever. You know, yeah, time the time is flat circle. Time is a circle. Yeah, yeah, true. Sphere. My question would be too then uh, the. You know, Ultron has the thing of like, I'm surprised Watcher didn't tell you, of course, that Infinity Stones are different everywhere, right? There's tiny differences. Is that the way that we're getting around everybody grabbing at the Infinity Stone, right? Because like, it seemed like everybody was just trying to grab the Soul Stone no problem when it was running around. I, th- I just there felt like there was a spell? protection spell and okay. they were like, we're, we, we you know, well, the, they just, we, they drink stuff. We've seen in the movies that the Soul Stone can be touched by humans and it's okay. Right, like think about when they when they first get the soul stone. So it's like we know the power stone causes problems with people holding it, but um, not necessarily the other ones. I mean, I'm even trying to think like the space stone is usually in the tesseract, and humans can hold that, but I don't know if they can hold the stone. But I think, as far as I know, the power stone is the only one we know that humans can't touch. Okay, but let me know in the comments below if that is correct, and let us know what you think about Nick. Give it to me one last time. What? And also, just drop some cheeses in the chat. Get in there, you rats. You know? <laughs> but when I say cheese, by the way, I want, like, your favorite provolones, the monsters. Oh, I thought you meant, like, cheese emojis. Know, Swiss cheeses. <laughs> I leave it up to you. Yeah, you want to name yeah. your cheese? You want to put a cheese in? You want to go cheese? Like an old school? Fine with me. Fine with me. Till next time. Love you all. Bye.